0: Welcome to the Adventure Audio Podcast. In this episode, we have an interview with a gentleman named Jordan Peters, who is a cyclist and aspiring bike racer from Spokane, Washington. And we just had a really cool conversation with him. Um, Jordan, like a lot of our guests, is really inspiring and has a really cool story to share. So... Thank you for sharing it with us, Jordan, and thank you for spending some time with us on the pod. It was a blast to get to know you a little bit, and we're really looking forward to following along with some of your epic summer plans here. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the State Bicycle Company. So we have been riding around on their 6061 all all-road, which is an aluminum bike with a carbon fork, and it's got different tire and wheel options with uh, 700C, which is a traditional road. Um, wheel versus a 650b which is right now you see that more on mountain bikes you can also get both tire and wheel sets for only $3.99 more that comes with rotors and a cassette and everything it's an absolutely awesome bike but it's an even better value if you you can check out that bike and all of their other bikes at statebicycle.com if you use code adventure audio all one word you will get free shipping they've got a ton of cool gear there This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by the Spandex Panda Collection. In Italy, they value style. What you wear represents who you are, what you believe in, and your values. Boreal wool is a smart choice. It's soft on the skin. It's a natural material, and it doesn't need to be washed as often as synthetic clothing. We love to travel. We love to ride our bikes and enjoy the local culture, no matter where we end up in the world. From adventure to appraise, we have you covered. We learned from the past to design the future, style designed for adventure. What else would you wear? The Spandex Panda Collection. Lastly, the podcast is brought to you by theblackbibs.com. They are home to unbranded and affordable cycling apparel. The Black Bibs is where you can get the now legendary $40 bib shorts, plus ultralight jersey in solid colors. The Black Bibs won't make you feel like a rolling billboard. Check out theblackbibs.com if you wanna be comfortable, cool, and most importantly, be yourself. Um, I've said it before, like that's it's $40 bib shorts. That's absolutely crazy. Check out theblackbibs.com, they have a bunch of um, other cool products there too, including vests and winter jerseys, summer jerseys. They've got a lot of different gear. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. If you are able to give us a review or uh, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you find the show on, we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and on to Jordan Peters. Yeah,
1: so the whole like you know the whole the whole burnout with hockey thing, you know, I I uh, I don't know. It's really cool coming back into you know cycling now and getting in good shape. It's kind of like I, I really want to start playing again, going and playing some rec league hockey. <laughs> I think it'd be fun now that my conditioning, you know, because that's the thing when you get older, is guys guys still have some skill, but their conditioning just goes to <laughs> goes to crap. So yeah. a lot of beer drinking in the locker rooms after, you know. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So
2: your yeah. family kind of got you. Your family kind of got you into
1: hockey, way back when. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so like I, you know, I have an older brother. He's six years older. Um, so, um, and my grandma, you know, she was the one who pretty much taught us how to skate. Like I think I learned how to skate. I mean, I don't remember, but they say that I learned how to skate when I was like two years old. Was when I started skating by myself. You know, and she had me. So she had me out there right away, and um, yeah, and had an older brother. It's funny, you know. He's a he's a lefty. I'm a am a righty in everything I do golf everything baseball but my dad would cut his broken sticks in half when I was a little baby so I so I actually played hockey left-handed from using his good. stick so yeah um but yeah and so just uh the family you know got me into it and that's just was I don't know It was, it's Spokane has a really big hockey community um I, we have a really good rink here we got the Spokane Chiefs in the Western Hockey League and so there was always, um, yeah, I mean, it was hockey was a pretty big here, and I, I don't know, I, I always thought I, I wrestled a little bit, like I wrestled up until like the end of middle school and, and I just, for some reason, I just, I just loved hockey. It was an interesting sport. I love that you got to travel, um, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it was something that I was really, I just, you know, I just really fell in love with it and, you know, went full, full on. It was really, really cool sport, you know, and, um. Yeah, you know, it definitely took up most of my life. That was after after middle school. That's all I did was just play hockey. You know, it's one of those sports where you play. You know, when you get serious, you it's all season. You know, you play winter, take a little break, spring hockey, summer hockey camps, all that stuff. So
2: yeah, and then you then you just continue to climb the ranks, right? Yeah, I started off like I you know I talked to you yesterday
1: a little bit, or you know I talked to you last night. I mentioned that you know I. I got a little bit of a late start, you know, we had some, whatever, my, my brother quit playing, um, and he's six years older. So I, I played when I was like super young and then quit for a couple of years just because of uh, some family stuff. And then when I got back into it, I was, you know, a lot of these kids were just amazing. Like I played with uh Tyler Johnson. He plays for the Tampa Bay lightning. Now he's from Spokane. He's a year older. So I, I'm playing against all these kids. So I'm comparing myself to, you know, and so I really had to, uh, really had to bust bust my butt to really get, get after it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, uh, we won, I made the, you know, the triple a from like u 14 triple a is like considered the, you know, the higher whatever. So we won state championships and went to regionals that year. And then I played one more year of youth hockey, like 18 and under, won the state championship my 15 year old year. And then I started playing juniors, um, when 16. And so, yeah, I just kept climbing. And then, um, Yeah, just, it was, you know, really got to move away from home at 16. And, and so I played in Portland. um, And then I went to Michigan to play for, it was like a a U18 college development team in the Upper Peninsula in Houghton, Michigan. That That was really cool. And then I started the season in Canada the next year playing juniors. And that was, that was, you know, it was tough. I was, it was back when the game was still pretty physical and I was obviously not, I'm not the biggest guy and stuff like that. And dealing with injuries. My confidence wasn't super high. So I wasn't, I wasn't playing a lot up there. So I was like, I want to go back to Michigan where I might have a chance at being, you know, recruited or something. And, and then got hurt. But the, you know, the burnout thing really, really wasn't factor. You know, I probably could have yeah. kept playing, you know, but it was, it, it took up a lot of my life. You know, it was, but I, I really, I really loved it though. You know, it was awesome. Yeah.
2: And, and so what happened when you got hurt? What happened?
1: <laughs> um, well, the really, so the, there was two really bad injuries. It so was when I made the team in Portland, I was, you know, I went into that training camp. I was like a leading scorer in training camp, um, you know, and they were planning on having me play first line. And I was, I was dry land training the day before I was going to go down there to live with my host family. And I sl- like a medicine ball. It was just the stupidest thing. I slipped on a medicine ball and I snapped my fibula and tore all my ligaments. So it was like, you know, I was, And that was a really hard one to recover from. Um, And then so after that, I kind of, you know, gained some confidence back the next summer. Um, But then the one when I was um, playing in Michigan, I I just got hit weird. I don't even really remember. It's like one of those things with all the adrenaline, especially in that sport. Like I got hit and it was kind of like I was skating back to the bench, like feeling something weird. And I, and I, so I really can't even recall the specific hit, but I remember getting back to the bench and just like, all of a sudden my back started spasming and just really extreme pain in my lower back. And so I, ended up, I broke a couple of vertebrae. and and they were talking about, you know, and I tried to play through it and, you know, and they, you know, prescribed me pain medication to try to play through it, all kinds of stuff. And, um, and it was just, uh, yeah. And then they were talking about like fusing my tailbone to, you know my spine to try to you know whatever see if that would work and that was kind of when i heard that i was kind of like you know this isn't gonna you know chance, i don't know if i'm ever gonna be a professional hockey player this is this is starting to get pretty serious and i don't want you know i don't want to be like severely you know disabled the rest of my life because of because i wanted to play more you know yeah but yeah. and look at looking back on it you know I, I sometimes i see guys now like my buddies that play in the pros or you know pushed on and i'm like oh man i wish Wish I would have given it more of a shot, but, you know, it's part of the journey. You know, I, I learned a lot from yeah. all that, you know, and and I can turn that into my cycling now. You know, if I ever hear, face adversity or, you know, whatever, I can I not throw in the towel. this time. Yeah. Really just get after it and, you know, see what's. Yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed hockey. And I still looking back on it now, it's almost more, more fun to look. It was pretty tough for a few years after I had a lot of I don't know what you'd call it. But, you know, it was it was hard. Yeah you know, oh, yeah. I didn't pay attention to it for a while. And so now, um, uh, yeah, I'm really grateful to, yeah, that I got to play and, and do all that traveling and stuff like that and make the connection on the team bus, you know, riding with all yeah. the guys, yeah, it was a lot great. of fun. That's yeah. great. So,
2: so what you, led you into cycling? how this come about?
1: Oh man. Well, so, uh, well, I guess, so, I mean, one thing I guess when hockey was one thing we always did was, you know, uh, we always had like spin bikes in, in the yeah. rink and uh, and stuff like that and for off ice training, you know. So before games we'd warm up on the bikes or you know after games cool down and and uh, we do actually like you know we do for hockey training it was very um you know you you pretty much go hard for 30 to 45 seconds and get off the ice and rest for you know a, a minute to 2 3 minutes depending so we would do training kind of like the 30 30s we do stuff like that we would do like you know 30 45s rest a minute and 30 you know those kind of intervals and stuff like that so i always you know i always liked riding the bike you know a lot more than running that's for sure <laughs> and um so Uh, but yeah, we did a lot of sprint training, but, and then, so after, you know, I always enjoyed riding bike, always had a bike kind of, you know, um, my dad's, my dad's best buddies, they own a bike shop here in Spokane called spoken sport. And, um, and so after, after high school, he retired uh, and he ended up working there. So I kind of just started, you know, we ride mountain bikes with my dad, um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I, and then I did, I did, I, I can honestly say, so I've done one mountain bike race, uh, here in Spokane. It was like three or four years ago. Um, and I did a race and within 20 minutes I crashed and dislocated my elbow. So that's, that's been my race. <laughs> that's been my racing career so far. Um, but so I took a few years off after that. Um, but no, I, um, really, I mean with the, you know, and then I always kept a bike around and stuff like that. And I, you know, I've always enjoyed the outdoors, but really you know it's kind of I'm sure a lot of people have the similar story when the when the pandemic hit you know when when the COVID all that I um I might have even gotten the bike it was maybe a little bit before even I was just kind of like looking for something to do get outside ride more and I I found a 2005 giant OCR with rim brakes and you know it was an old 2005 but it was a road bike and I got that on Craigslist and I just Absolutely, fell in love with it. You know, I just started riding. I think that's around the time I started talking with you, Tyler, and yeah. um, you and Jim. And then, um, yeah, it was. Um, after that, uh, it just you know it was it was on. I, I you know I get pretty obsessive about things, especially when I find out that I love them. And so it was like, okay, let's see what we can do with this. And there wasn't anything going on, any events or anything last season. But yeah. I just really, really, really started you know watching a lot of the. The races and and you know watching old cycling documentaries. I think that's where I saw you for the first time. <laughs> okay, and nice. uh, yeah, I gave nice. you a shout. Yeah, I think he seems like a good guy. I should ask him to be my coach. <laughs> so um, yeah, um, really. And then you know, I, and then I just really got into. I started talking to uh, talking to a few guys like around town. You know, doing the Strava thing and kind of just meeting guys on their social media really found out like you know a lot of the guys you know cycling There's really a lot of really good guys you know guys with good families good yeah. people yeah. they really like to just exercise get out there and and I really I really enjoyed that and that was something that kind of inspired me you know the competitiveness also inspired me and it's also kind of one of those weird sports that I like like hockey it's just super a lot of, a lot of stuff goes into it so yeah I uh, I really felt and 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 uh you know for me I I have to you know i found out through after not playing hockey for years and not having a sport or a passion or an exercise routine that I'm the kind of guy who absolutely has to do something you know otherwise I start to go a little crazy or you know anxiety depression all that stuff can yep. kick in yeah you know um same here
2: same here yeah uh, yeah
1: it's yeah Good for, good so for you. that's and that's that really helped that really helped and you know and then yeah so it's been it's been an amazing journey and then you know I just kept kind of progressing and working with you guys you know finally and then now I'm now I got a, I'm on a team and I'm and I'm racing the season I got my schedule finalized so it's pretty it's pretty cool to see that work out that's awesome. and this you know? isn't like a 13,
0: 14 month span yeah uh, right?
1: yeah yeah like, I mean I'd say I bought that, I bought that giant OCR. I think that's where I'm saying I get a little, a little obsessive and that's putting the word lightly, (laughs) you know, so I, uh, but it was, I think, yeah. And like either late March, about a year ago from today, you know, around this time that I got that first road bike and then, um, yeah, and just really, you know, and then it kind of upgraded later on and then, um, ended up, you know, getting on with the Audi cycling team out of Seattle. And, um, and then yeah, and then I got that. You, have you been training on the on the indoor trainer, Pete? You have you, yep. you you got a Wahoo yep. kicker? Is that okay? Yeah. No, no. I just okay. have like a
0: static trainer. Yeah, and right on. Yeah, but, but I'll I, but, I can for sure see the value in upgrading.
1: Oh now, well, yeah, what I mean, yeah. it's all what any, any any good workout indoors, man. Are you are you
0: doing the Zwift or? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. More so I than I'd like doing. to
0: admit. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to keep going down there.
1: It's very humbling, man. Yeah. I, I did one race with the Audi A with the Audi A team and I was like, uh yeah, it's my last race, guys. Sorry. I'm gonna I have to I have some work to do. <laughs> yeah. So I but riding that really, you know, was a lot of fun this winter and kept me going. And yeah, it's just such an awesome sport and it's one of those things I feel like, you know, whatever, you know, ends up happening if I never win a bike race, if you know anything, it's just something I can do through the rest of my life and really um and it's, you know, it's healthy and you meet good people, good connections. I mean, how, how did right. you guys, how did you guys meet?
0: That's funny. We just, we just told the story yesterday or the day before. I I used I missed to it. organize the Calgary and um, Edmonton bike. Oh, it's because we haven't published that episode. Okay. So oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I used to manage the Calgary and Edmonton bike shows and uh, I think five years ago. I think in 2016, but it might've been 2015. I could look it up. We had Tyler up to speak. Um, oh, great. Cool. Um, and he, and he was awesome. And we just kind of hit it off and with Jim too. And, and uh, then we, then them from there, cause we don't live, we don't actually live that far apart. So yeah. Tyler came up a couple of times and we did a couple of road biking camps in Banff, which is like, you know, where Banff is. It's about an hour west mm-hmm. of Calgary yeah. um, and had a blast doing that. And then we were kind of, planning another one and thinking about what we could do and but one of the most fun things of those to me was was doing this was like sitting around after a ride and and talking about life and cycling and adventures mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and so we thought what if we could do that like every week you know just make it a podcast yeah. why don't we just do yeah. that right yeah, like, we'll yeah. Get to get yeah. And ride bikes when we can but in the meantime yeah. we could do this all the time so yeah that's how that kind of evolved
1: Cool. Well, I, I really enjoyed listening to your guys' podcasts. And you have some really, I don't know, you have some really awesome guests on. Like, you know, you see, I, I listen to a lot of these podcasts and, you know, you see like your typical pros and stuff like that. I don't know, you know, they're, and I, uh, so I like what you guys are doing. You really have some really, I can't remember, I'm not remembering t- names off the top of my head, but you definitely have had some awesome guests and it's really cool.
2: Hey, I you know, like it. It's been a ton of fun. And I think we've had a wide variety of people. And uh, Yeah, you know. totally. I I love it. I love just getting to know somebody and and see what makes them tick. And you know, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great to have you on, Jordan. I I, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, this is
1: awesome. Yeah. Well, I I really appreciate it. You know, like I so last summer, you know, I really I was going through some stuff. You know, um, still dealing with some medical stuff, and you know, not not necessarily the healthiest. But um, you know, and so I wasn't. You know, I was kind of doing a little bit of the training you guys were having me do. Sure. But I wasn't I wasn't, you know, I wasn't fully involved. I wasn't fully there mentally. I mean, I was enjoying riding my bike and the headspace that I was in and, and feeling better. But um, you know, when I really, you know, I mean a lot of circumstances, but you know, getting on the team and kind of saying, Okay, I wanna race next season. I really wanna start progressing in this and um and it's pretty amazing once I started once I once I got really healthy about, you know, uh late January really, not even that long ago, um, and I started really following i mean everything you guys have had me do like everything you and jim have me do as far as structured training like you know i do to the yoga routines that i do on my off yeah, day i do you know yeah. i do i yeah. do all of that because it's you know because what i started to see and i and i'm the kind of guy who needs accountability too like for me to just go down there and push my like i could probably do it but you know it's very good for a guy like me to have accountability you know and, I, and even just having that you know that just like you know and i, and I get i'll Sometimes if he doesn't upload my my ride isn't uploaded like right away I'll be like come on what's my ride the next day
2: you know about, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, yeah so um but no I really and I, I just started to see I mean obviously at first you see a lot of improvement probably as you know Pete you said you started training recently Pete doing yeah, the structured totally. yeah yeah so I mean yeah. you see you see a lot of improvement right away you know but even just the little improvements like every day I'm I'm doing some kind of like a you know a new heart rate threshold or you know, like I had my new, my new, um, what was it? My new minute power the other day was yeah. five minutes, uh, f- uh, five fifty. you know, 550 Watts, you know, for, so it's just cool to see, see all that just going up. And, and, you know, I talked, I tell, I tell Jim, like, you know, I really appreciate it. And he's like, well, it's all you, but at the same time, you know, if I don't follow direction, you know, and that's where I think having a coach is more important than just like you know, this guy knows what he's doing, and so he's going to teach me how to do it. You know, I think accountability accountability for me is huge. Um, having somebody I can talk to, ask questions. Um, yeah. I mean, from, from everything. I mean, I, you know, Jim, uh, I talked to Jim the other day.
0: He got a new bike rack.
1: <laughs> so yeah. just having nice. guys that are experienced, you know, that it is yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If it was you know, only so. the program that mattered. Then you could just get it off of Google, probably. You know, sure. there's so much more to it than that.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah. It seems yeah.
0: like cycling
2: has been a really good, really good outlet for you, Jordan. Yeah,
1: it has. Um, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, I was going through, I was going through some stuff. You know, I, I don't, I didn't really know how, how deep you guys wanted to get onto that. But I mean, I as deep know, as you so want I'm, to get... um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. I so I you know I've I've had I've, I mentioned after hockey, you know I, I had you know trouble with injuries and stuff, and so and as uh, you know I'm sure a lot of us people, especially in our in, you know United States, I'm sure is Canada, you know there was there's been that like, kind of opiate epidemic, and so I got really into the pain painkiller pain pills and all that stuff, and you know because they were right, they, they, they were
0: that's why that's that's, why that's,
1: people that's the them. thing. And that's the same with alcohol. It works because, you know, people do yeah. it because it, it works, you know, until, yeah. it, you know, until until it doesn't work or until, you yeah. know, we have to use it all the time for it to work or even just to feel normal, you know, and that's where. Right. And so I, you know, it took me a while and I bounced back and forth, you know, and I would, you know, switch from one thing to another, you know, just, oh, I'm going to, you know, just start, you know, using cannabis now or whatever, which. Out of all the things that I've quit, that was by far the easiest. So I'm happy that they're legalizing all that and stuff like that because you know, you know, I did the drinking, and the pill, and all, the, and the cannabis. I, you know, it was definitely the easiest for me to quit, <laughs> that's for sure. Right. But it, you know, it's but um, yeah, I mean, so you know, it really and cycling was the first thing. You know, I always chased after you know, uh, kind of outside things outside myself. It was you know, uh, you know, money or you know, you know, girls or, you know, anything I can do to get out to, to, you know, find things outside of myself. And and so, um, you know, and that, so when I started cycling, it really, you know, brought me back to when I was, you know, before all that stuff happened and it kind of brought me back to my hockey days where I was just focused and I had something that I could wake up every, like, you know, I used to, I used to dread going to bed, you know, I was like, I just want to keep the night going, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not looking forward to waking up. It's not going to be pretty the next morning, you know? And now I I go to bed just like so stoked for my ride in the morning, you know, whatever that may be, you know, it's, um, and, and that's something that is, you know, and just the, the mental headspace. I mean, when I, when I finally, you know, got off of everything and, you know, was, was really working on getting healthy. Um, I mean, the bike truly, I think saved my life because it gave me an, you know, I did this by myself. I got off everything, you know? Some people have gone to you know treatment and stuff like that or detail and i and i've got i've done all that but um this time it was like by myself i just was like all right and you know luckily i had the trainer in the basement in the pain cave and that bike yes. and i would go down there and i mean it wasn't always pretty and <laughs> for so sure it got you know it was very emo- you know but it was it was a lifesaver it was a it was an amazing outlet to have and i you know so i attribute a lot of my you know about my you know new health and and my love for the bike for that, you know, and and that's maybe a goal of mine in the future is to start, you know, maybe working with others and trying to, you know, figure out, cause you go to a lot of these places, you know, we're trying to get healthy and they kind of give you some, some information and some stuff, but you know, not a lot of holistic approaches on like, you know, what's your diet like, you know, you know, are you still smoking cigarettes, you know, all these things, you know, I think living a full healthy lifestyle and it also gives you some discipline and something to be passionate about. So yeah. for me, that's, I yeah. mean, cycling, I, I, I could go on all day about how it really has, has changed my life for the better, but, but, you know, and, and that's why, you know, I hope I never get burnt out on it. Cause it's like, yeah. you know, it's something yeah. that really, you know, I, I was, I just got my race schedule all finalized and it's pretty, it's pretty heavy for the first season. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Are, Jordan. Are, are
2: hey, you doing hey. any
1: races? I'm oh, sorry to interrupt. You. What were you saying?
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, no, go ahead. You know, really, Jordan, really proud of you, and you know, you've shared with me some of your story, you know, of yeah. in the past, and you know, like like a lot of people, they get caught up uh, in bad situations, like you got caught up, in. you know, an injury, you know, leads led you initially to like an opioid addiction, and yeah, you know, that's happened to so many athletes, so many people. And Pete, I think you said you had a friend who had a broken leg, and. Yep. You know, yeah yeah and, then, and he you know, told
0: me it was just absolutely scary to, to to get off of that stuff and detoxing and he this is a guy who doesn't he's never taken pills in his life but he broke his femur yeah and, uh, you know it, that's what they give you when you're at the hospital and he was like it was frightening yeah to yeah get
2: off of that I, stuff. You know, yeah i remember being on uh some some sort of pain medication for like 10 days after a broken bone when i was a cyclist and i remember the yeah. 11th day the first day that it, without it it was you know hell And then the next day was still hell. And by the third day, maybe I was, that's after only 10 days. So I couldn't imagine, you know, and and I know you as a hockey player, they were pushing you to come back really fast and, and, you know, and just bury the pain. And yeah, that, that happens. And that happens.
0: but Good
2: good for you for like, figure at such a young age, figuring it out and uh, conquering it and moving forward. And now you're a real inspiration. You blog about it. You have a good blog. Yeah um you know you're helping others for sure for sure
1: yeah it's it's really i really appreciate that
0: when you picked up the bike last march were you like this is going to be how i finally check these boxes that i need to do or did it sort of happen slower than that? i
1: was already i was i well i was starting to um because i was i was uh so i mean I'll, i'll i'll get into i was on what they call um, uh, you know, the tech, the medical word is medicated assistant treatment program. So I was, you know, cause I had been, you know, on other things and, um, and it was just getting, you know, it was, it was getting bad. So I, I, I got on to a clinic where they give you medication that's, you know, to help you kind of, you know, so you can't use other things, but anyway, you know, it was, um, it was the methadone program and um so i started doing that and um you know and that kind of it was it was rough i mean i i, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody really i mean i i am not going to say i wouldn't recommend it. it you know it helped me in, in ways but it's very you know it's it's not easy and you got to you know you got to go every day and stuff like that so at first i just wanted to feel better you know that was all i wanted to do was just do anything i could to feel better you know i tried tried everything and then so and then i fi- i started to feel a little better and i found the bike and it was like oh wow this makes me feel this is what makes me really feel better and then so it was kind of like you know doing the combo of both but really getting into cycling um and then and then you know after i got into cycling and i you know got with the with the audi cycling team and realized i wanted to race it was like well you know this stuff is i mean you know i it's it's great for people, you know. I really encourage it for people who've had, you know, problems with, you know, maybe, you know, overdoses or that have had really hard time getting off because, you know, it, it, you know, they, it's a good structured program and it really, you know, um, it helps people, you know, it really does as far as getting them off of whatever was possibly ruining their life, so they can take the time to get together and they, but you know, most people stay on it for like five to ten years. And I was on it for, you know, from February, you know, last February or not, you know, this lab, but February 2020, right? Yeah. And, um, and I got on, um, you know, and I, I, it was in January, this last January, um, you know, I started to taper off in September because I was like, I need to, I need to get off of this, you know, and, and I, I want to, I want to feel healthy. It was really interrupting my cycling. It started to get, get in the way of that. Cause you know, you you know, you just you just you're not you're not that healthy. It's still, I mean, you're still putting some a substance in an op, an opiates and opiates an opiate, you know. And it's so it's, but um, it was better than a lot of the alternatives, that's for sure, though. And um, and so when I, I started getting off in September, but they only let you go by, um, you know, a certain amount. You know, you have to kind of wean off is what they want you to do. And and I was looking at my at my schedule when I was getting to January, and I was kind of like um, okay. At this rate, you know, I think I was at 50 milligrams or something and they want you to get down to like four or five. And so it was like, okay, I'm going to be on this for another year. So like, you know, I, um, and, and, and yeah, I was starting to feel really bad from, you know, tapering down. And so I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sub I'm, I'm done. I was like, I'm going to see, see what happens, you know? And so January 16th was my last time going there last time taking that. And, um, And that's, that's where I meant it was a lot of suffering at home, you know, by myself and really getting through that. And that's where I couldn't even ride the bike for a few days, but, you know, eventually I was able to kind of push through it and, and it was, uh, and it was amazing feeling and just that freedom of now of, of not having to do anything like that. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, and yeah, so that's why I always recommend, you know, if I talk to anybody struggling, you know, you can't tell them what to do or some people don't like exercising, but some finding some sort of creative outlet, you know, or, you know, some sort of positive outlet, uh, you know, to, I don't know, to maybe push you to, you know, even change or just to, to give you something to do and look forward to. Cause you know, when you get, when you get down and out like that, you know, it's kind of, you know, life becomes pretty, you know, gray, you know, and that's, um, and so it's, it's just so it's, and life is beautiful now, you know, I get to ride my bike, you know, and I have to get to talk to you guys and, and, you know, I mentioned right in the blog and it's it's funny, I've mentioned, uh, I, I don't know if you've read all the blog, but one of the ones I posted last time was uh, why I think uh, drug addicts and alcoholics make great endurance athletes. That's,
2: <laughs> right? That's funny. Yeah. That's
1: funny. Yeah. Because they know how to suffer, man. I mean, you know, it's yes. resilient, resourceful, and we know how to suffer. And so, you know, if you can translate that to something positive. You know, and, and that's where, you know, I've, I've mentioned, you know, I've read your book a few times and, you know, the, you know, you were able to endure pain through your cycling and stuff like that, Tyler. Um, and that's, and that's very true, you know, and I feel like on the bike I can get into a whole different headspace, especially doing that Zwift, man, you can put on the headphones and just, you know what I mean? And just kind of put your, you don't have to worry about crashing. (laughs) Just kind of get lost. Yeah. 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 I you guess go. if you're cra- if you're crashing <laughs> on Swift, you got you got some other issues, man. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's really it's been an amazing process, and and yeah, and so I'm really I'm really excited to start, you know, to see what happens with the racing, this season. I, you know, I always, ha- I always set the bar way too high, probably. So we'll
2: yeah. see we'll see how <laughs> she goes. Well, speaking of, of setting the bar high, like you also want to do a an, an Everest, I hear. That's twice yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've, I've heard you That's guys great. chat about this a bit. Yeah. so Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know I'm here in Missoula, so maybe I'll come cheer you on. Uh, it's yeah. a short drive, man. That'd, that'd be awesome. A short drive. Yeah. Yeah. The only. So tell the me the about only... the hill. So, so yeah, let's see, let's oh. see it Yeah. It's, a, oh, it's not an ideal hill for Everesting. It's a, you know it's a slow descent because there's a ton of switchbacks. It's the okay. access that, access road. Yeah. It's the yeah. access road up to Schweitzer Mountain in northern Idaho. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So so it starts so Sandpoint Sandpoint Idaho is yep. the town. Yeah,
2: yep. what a and county.
1: um yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool, man. It's awesome. It really is a beautiful place. Lake Pend Oreille. yeah, it's mm-hmm. an amazing spot. And um Buttwitter's is a really cool mountain, but so you start the segment that, you know, that's the one it goes starts there's like a parking lot at the bottom where people can, you know, catch the bus up to the village and stuff, you know, park at the bottom. And then there's railroad tracks right there, and so it's the railroad tracks. Up to the toll booth in the main parking lot, in the main village parking lot. So uh, I think it's—I I don't have my, my straw was on my phone and I'm on my phone. But it's—it's um, it's about eight, I think eight point something. It's going to be twelve. I thought it was thirteen. It's actually going to be—it's eleven point something. But you got to finish the lap. You know, the last lap is the rule with strawing. So you got to finish the segment. So uh, with Eversting, so it's twelve okay. total. 12 and, miles um,
2: or m- miles tw- tw-
1: 12 12 laps sorry 12, 12 laps, 12 laps. 12 okay. Okay. yeah oh
2: got it got it got it it's
1: gonna be um so it's and it's wow. eight i think it's 8.6 miles and i believe uh, i wanted i i, I want to probably butcher the map. i think it's it's 2400 to 28 uh oh, yeah 2800 feet of climbing um so it's and it's not very steep you know and but like it, you said there's a lot of switchbacks
2: yeah, it's long. So, I've, I've driven it a couple times, and it's 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 long driving it. No, that's yeah. pretty yeah. steep though 2,800 oh, yeah. feet. It's hard. It's a hard climb. Eight
1: uh, miles. It's just yeah. It's just that there is like the switchback because I mean you can't really and there's a lot of gravel on the road. There's there's a yeah. reason why nobody has ever stood it. That's what I, that's all I'm trying to think because people are starting. You know, people have done Mount Spokane, which is here, oh, which yeah. is a little bit steeper, right. but a lot a lot less. There's really no switchbacks up until the top. There's a few. But it's a little bit steeper, but um, you know, it's so this just, begs the uh,
0: question why not just do it in Spokane if it's a better hill? <laughs> well, yeah, that's no, a great it's question. Uh, well, no.
1: it, yeah, I mean, I've talked to Tyler about this, and uh, um, you know, it's really that I, nobody's done it before, and I, yeah. I, I have, my family nice. has a condo, condo up there, so I've been skiing there for like 10 years off and on, and my uncle's been skiing there even longer, so you know, it's one of those, uh, kind of things. You know, one day when I'm like 60 years old, talking to my grandkids, like that ah, was the first one to ever Schweitzer mountain run, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can say that back, you know, when I'm whatever, or at least the first guy that attempted it and got my butt kicked, you know, <laughs> so. Okay, so here's,
0: here's the numbers. I just did the math really quick on okay. 12 laps. You're 207 miles.
1: Yeah, it's about, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, 207 miles. So that, that's what you think, <sighs> it's big drive, a big ride, man. Idea. That's great. Yeah, it's a whopper. Good it failure. doesn't have
2: to be the fastest hill. I think it's cool to like you know.
0: Oh yeah, totally. Pick
2: any, pick a slow hill. Like you know, yeah, Schweitzer's going to be, uh, you know, this, you got you, you're going to have to hit the brakes a bunch on the descent for sure. For yeah, sure. And, they, yeah, and like I you would, were saying, there's gravel on the because It's a ski area, so they're always sanding the road. And so, when is this testing?
1: um i'm gonna shoot for and that's why you know i I really want to i really would love for you guys to, for you, you know you to be there tyler if you can and i you know i'm gonna hopefully have like my you know my dad wants to help i'm sure my mom would be nice. there to help and some friends and like they were talking about throwing like up there's poochie's pub is in the village it's kind of like the local cool little bar up there and they were talking about having an event but especially that time of year like i'm gonna shoot for because i got i got my race schedule right here so i'm doing the um the uh Vance Creek, Vance Creek uh, over in the Seattle area, just the Gene Johnson classic is May 16th. And then I have the tour of Walla Walla uh, June 4th through the 6th. So, nice, you know, I was going to do it kind of somewhere in between there. So I got some time to rest before the tour of Walla Walla and, and all that. But um, so it's hard to pick a day, too, because, I mean, if it rains... You know that's a no-go you know if uh you know if i wake up and i you know i what you know it's a lot of factors going into it because it's going to be like you said i'm not i'm not shooting for a time but i've been really trying to add up and the fastest time i think actually levi lifeimer has like the sixth fastest time year old he's one of your oh, no old way. cycling buddies oh, that's right cool
2: that's cool yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's great
1: that's great. yeah he- he got it. I forget what year it was, but I think he's like the sixth fastest. But actually, this uh, this triathlete guy that does a lot of Ironmans, he broke the record last year. He did it in thirty two minutes. Was the segment? Yeah. Wow. So he crushed he crushed it. Um, wow. The fastest. Yeah. I mean, and so the fastest I did it. I think last summer was um, you know, and like I said, I wasn't in any uh, you know any any condition that I was like my max heart rate last summer. You know, was like one sixty eight now it's in the 190s, you know, and I didn't even have a power meter last year. So I had no idea. But it's just looking back on my stats, it was like, okay, it's like a whole different person. You know, I've dropped, I was 175, now I'm one four, you know, between 145, 152, wow. you know, fluctuating, you know, between there. Um, so that's helped with the climbing a lot. Um, but I, I was kind of going over some numbers and trying to figure out. So I'm gonna shoot for I used to hate numbers. I hated math. And now I feel like I'm a I'm a numbers guy now. Um, (laughs) And so I uh, I'm going to shoot for maybe like, you know, I was thinking 45 to 50 minute laps might be sustainable. You know, I got to go out there and mess mess around. Slow and steady, slow and steady. yeah, or yeah. 45 yeah. and you know, 45 to 50 up, and then yeah, you know, may, maybe 15 down. I've, I've gotten actually 15 down before, so you know, I, I don't know if I'll be able to do that by the 12th time when I'm feeling cross eyed after totally, you know, Go slow on
0: the late yeah. ones, right? And don't yeah, dump the bike and wreck your summer, yeah. Well, yeah,
1: that yeah. happened last year doing a descent. I got <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Did you, you right. remember that, Tyler? Yeah, I clipped yeah. a FedEx put the FedEx van and got knocked out. So hopefully we can put some signs up on the road or something, you know, cyclists beware, you know, I don't know, but yeah. So I really, you know, I think it's going to come down to just mental toughness. I, you know, I think that, and I think that's what I've, I'm, you know, I'm no expert in endurance sports or cycling, but it seems like people can get to a certain fitness level. And then a lot of it about that is just pushing it, you know, really being able to fight through the pain and mental toughness and, yeah, so I, I'm I'm going to shoot for that. Yeah, hopefully, um, I'm thinking, you know, um, end of May sometime. Awesome. You know, the resort will be closed, so there won't be that much
2: traffic.
1: And Yeah, we'll, we'll, if we'll you see
2: as Yeah, if you decide you want to push it back, you can do it with Pete. Pete's going to do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was when, going to say, his... I, was gonna Sorry,
0: say like, I know I know. it's going I'm having too much fun with this. I- I knew I, I was like, he's gonna have this guy on who's already committed to Everesting, and it's somehow gonna. <laughs> I know it's gonna
1: get there. <laughs> well, now I have to do it. Now that I've announced it on here, and now I even posted something on Facebook. Dumb, that might have been the dumbest idea I've ever had, but now, so now I kind of Matt, like have, now it's you kind have of accountability. accountability. Yeah, account- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody, if I totally. don't do it, they'll be like, "I'll see you." I'll be like, "Hey, where were you, man? What the heck? Where are you doing yours at, Pete?"
0: Do you, do you <laughs> know where you're going to do? yours at? still still trying to find a hill? I promise you this though: if I say that I'll do it, I'll do it. But I, I haven't said it yet. I haven't yeah, said it yeah. yet.
1: Or, a, I'm guessing it's, gonna it's going to be up in Alberta, somewhere in Alberta. Yeah. You know do what? So okay. For
0: me to do it, yeah, I need to do it close to home because I I would just want to be like the day, like just book myself for the day and tell, right. and tell my the rest of my world that I'm inaccessible. Um, so I need <laughs> to do it somewhere close to home. But there's it's hard. It's hard mm-hmm. to find. It's hard to find a hill. Yeah. it is which is not okay, an excuse cuz you could do it anywhere I'm, but i'm trying to avoid riding like you know you're going to ride 333 kilometers. that that would be yeah. as as far as i'd want to go like a double century is lots yeah. that's a lot of time on the bike yeah. so to for it to go to like 4 450k like that's that's crazy right i'd yeah. like to be able to start early early and be done by you know like if you could even fit it into sun up sundown i'd feel pretty good about yeah. that you know
1: yeah that's uh, totally that's yeah by finding the and the good temperature to do it i mean i'm I'll, I'll maybe you know i'll start doing some research for you pete and i'll tell i'll help you out with that <laughs> i'll be putting it out there yeah no
0: people get yeah. on google maps and nerd out on it for me because we, we do have some ski hills close by but one is not that steep um it okay. would be just a horrendous amount of laps and the one that's steep uh is is switchbacks Sharp switchbacks, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, which I'd like to avoid too. So I don't know. I don't, or you could do some. I've seen some people do like a city hill, right? Yeah, and do it like 120 uh, times. Yeah, that's isn't that which, what like
1: Phil Phil Guyman and those guys kind of did uh, that have been breaking the records, like
0: sort of in between. I think they're more like like 35 to 45 laps. So, like, you know, they're finding uh, of like 14 to 15 percent hills, which is I'm out on that. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, exactly
0: that's a. That's a ten, i don't
1: know man your power is going to be going up dude you think you can handle it but if you do if
0: you do like 100 plus laps that means you've got 200 plus turns that also yeah. sounds horrible right where yeah. like yours it's, sounds nice like at least you can get into the zone and like you're like each one's a separate ride if it's eight nine miles right like you're doing mm-hmm. separate rides not just yo-yoing i don't know yeah it, it all seems like a mind fuck to me
1: <laughs> it definitely is man and i I, like, like, I, I did I haven't even done. I went down to Florida just to get some. Um, my buddy lives down in Panama City, Florida. I was down there first week of March, um, and just to get some long days on the bike and see how my progress, you know, see how training's going. And I did, you know, back to back centuries my second and third day there, and I'd never ridden over, I think, seventy miles. And That's you cool. know, it was, it was, it was really cool to see. I think what happened was, was I would just get so far into the middle of nowhere, and there's some kind of sketchy sketchy areas in that north part of florida you get into a little backwoods like deliverance style areas and uh (laughs) and it was uh it was so i don't know if i was just riding faster out of fear or because i had so but you know i I had i put up some good numbers and i was i was you know really you know really it it gave me a little bit of confidence so if i can do you know it's going to be different doing 100 miles of climbing but at least the other 100 will be will be descending so you know but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it it'll be fun no matter what i don't i don't think i'll cry too hard if i don't do it but uh maybe just a little bit you know, <laughs> you know
0: it'll when give you, me some motivation when you, put, when you take the pressure off yourself to say that like worst case scenario is i'm gonna have a massive training day like yeah, that's the yeah. worst that's the worst that could happen right
1: yeah yeah that's i mean kind of awesome. i mean there's a few other i'm not yeah i mentioned the other worst things that could happen you know but i really you know because i I did, I made this goal really before I knew about any of the races, you know, and because I, I, you know, I really do want to race and and compete and see what happens. It just, you know, it's, I love, I love competing and I love, you know, I love the team atmosphere and, you know, it's, it's so cool being on a team, you know, I'm going over on Monday and we're doing like a team Audi training camp, you know, kind of a bunch of guys we're going to meet and do group rides for a week. So it's so, so cool to just be able to connect with guys like that. And, and, um, yeah, so we'll see, you know, I, so I, w- I wasn't planning on really racing and, you know, I didn't, I didn't know. So I made this goal and, uh, and I'm like, well, now I got to fit it between these eight races that I'm going to do. So <laughs> I might, I might be ready for ski season. Come, come fall. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, totally, <laughs> Ta- totally. Take a breather. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it's great. You're setting the bar high and, you know, really proud of everything cool. you're doing and have done. Yeah. Yeah, We're going to be following
0: is, along with all of it,
2: For, for sure, for I sure. I
0: appreciate it. Well, Tyler, how do so right, people I, 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 follow
1: it? Um, uh, so following me, I got um, my, you know, blog, I got Instagram. I, yeah, I got the blog. Um, we can, you know, I can send you guys the link. Post that. Um, I don't Thanks really. It's, and um, but my Instagram is uh, it's Jordan Peters, just one word: Jordan Peters um, underscore the Sober Cycling. Um, if you want to follow that, you know, I post I post quite a bit on there and try to keep up. It's you know, it's something I, you know, social media can be used for good. And you know, but I think it's, I think it's awesome, you know, how we can connect with people and, and share what's going on, you know? And so I have really enjoyed using that for my cycling, but um, yeah. Um, so yeah. Follow me on there, I guess. Um, and I, I have Strava as well, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely nervous for it. That's probably I'm probably more nervous for that than, then the race is honestly, just cause it's, you know, it's something I've really w- wanted to do, but I got to ask you a question, Tyler, since my first, uh, first race is a time trial, man. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. yeah oh, so, yeah. um, I need some time trial advice, man. So it's, uh, it's the Deschutes river Valley time trial, um, three state, two days, three stages. Um, nice. and, uh, uphill, uphill time trials, which I know you did, you did pretty good on those. Yeah. He, I like so that, so I, yeah. I I need all I need all the advice I can get, man.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll give you some some advice this next week on the phone. Okay. But, you know, okay. But real quick. Real quick. I always used to set the uh, finish line. You know, I don't know at about seventy percent, seventy five percent of the way in. You know, in my head, like go flat out to there. because you, you always find that extra little energy deep 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 down like um, okay and you don't typically you don't find it in training but when it's race day and there's a number on put the finish line a little bit ahead like mentally and you go flat out to there and guess what you'll find that extra energy to make it the last whatever 20 percent or 25 percent. you know yeah with with some athletes I tell them put the finish line and in the halfway point because I they know they're gonna um, hold back too much so and worst yeah. worst, worst case you blow up and you know you you learn you know you learn a little bit about regulating and you know um but yeah that's that's my (laughs) one tip but i'll give you some plenty more tips yeah 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 yeah. i'll talk you know uphill time trial always a good warm-up beforehand yep yep cool um you know maybe uh just carry a half water bottle yeah not too much weight yeah
1: yeah that's uh,
2: yeah i mean i've been yeah, I've been
1: dropping I've been dropping the weight and that's why I talked to I talked to Jim, you know, and I was, you know, I've been sending him some pictures and I actually had a body composition test cuz nice. I feel like cyclists or endurance they kind of just will like pick a number, you know, and be like, I want to weigh this, you yeah. know, and it's like, well, where do you, where are you getting that information from, you know? Yeah. And you know so
2: but, I, you know, I was doing that yeah no pressure zero pressure you have no pressure like you're totally new at this so like just go in with a it's all good it's you're gonna win either way either yeah way. you know whether, oh, you're first or la- whether you're first or last it doesn't matter like you're out here doing really positive things and we're excited for you and yeah there's uh obviously there's tons of room for improvement is you know just a lot of it's experience racing your bike a lot of this just comes down to experience so you know yeah you're you're green in that category but you know but you have a lot to look forward to for sure yeah. yeah
1: what's uh what's the difference i mean when you when you would do time trials were you like i mean would you change kind of like your your structured training and stuff like that i mean was it was it a lot different when you planned for that than, yeah, than going into I'd, like the tour
2: yeah typically i train less for like an individual time trial uh you know i'd train uh, a lot less uh, volume and just uh, okay. higher like intensities yeah and I okay. guess would do sometimes like double days, uh, okay. short, short and intense uh, workouts. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. But yeah. We'll, That's we'll good. catch you up after, yeah, uh, for this sure. weekend, and yeah, I'll give you yeah, plenty more tips and hopefully, uh, I can be there for your, uh, Everest attempt whenever that is.
1: Yeah. Um, that would, I, that'd be really yeah. cool. Yeah. you can't you can't uh, cross the border yet can you or how they how's that
0: going with everything uh, yeah no they just keep saying it just keeps getting to a point where they're like another 30 days we'll talk in 30 yeah. days yeah. yeah 30 days later they talk in 30 days i am i am cautiously optimistic that it'll be open this summer though
2: yeah well at least at least
1: you're hearing 30 days because when i call they're like yeah you might have to wait five to ten years man yeah. <laughs> for, for some stuff that's happened in my past so yeah. <laughs> so i hope i can one, one day <laughs> yeah 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 they, uh, so they um yeah they, they hopefully will they'll one day let me back there you know because i I love, yeah. I love i love canada it's such a beautiful place i oh, love to come right up when, there
0: Whatever you're back we'll we'll uh yeah we'll get out on some bikes for sure
1: yeah, heck right? yeah that's awesome thanks yeah, for doing this man yeah. yeah i really appreciate you guys having me on and yeah this has been awesome i, I yeah anytime you guys need somebody to come on or you know if you want to talk with jim sometime and all of us that'd be you know that'd be great i really i really can't tell you how much i appreciate you know you guys being there for me last summer and just through all this stuff and being being patient you know like i said i wasn't always following the program and you know stuck yeah. with it and so now it's it's cool to see the the improvements and and just uh have some have some guys to talk to that i've experienced and it's not just all like you, you mentioned that all the time it's not you know, you, you, whenever I say anything about the bike, you know, you say, I'm, uh, I'm really proud of the, the the progress you're making on and off the bike. Yeah. Cause if I'm not doing the stuff off the bike, you know, the bike's going to go away eventually, you know, it's something, you know, or at least that's been my experience. If I don't work on myself first, you know, the bike, you know, or whatever it is that I'm getting passionate about can, can take a back seat pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, super, super grateful. I got a, got a, what am I doing? 24 workouts today. Nice. Uh, nice what do you got what do you got going on today Pete? you gotta i'm supposed room? to have
0: a rest day which i think i'm gonna Get outside. cheat on because it's it's <laughs> nice enough to ride outside today so i'm gonna ride outside
1: that was my toughest problem especially at first now i'm enjoying the rest days but at first it was very hard
0: to take them i had a lot
1: of that nervous energy that i needed to burn off and so it was like jim had to like send me or do you ever send me specific things like this is why rest is important you have to take yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> rest days to gain so so stuff like that, you guys, you guys are so cool. And I'm really, really grateful that you had me on here.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, Jordan, we Thanks, really, appre-
2: yeah, we really appreciate you and, uh, you know, keep up the great work. Keep it up. Buddy. Cool. Yeah.
1: Awesome. awesome.
0: And, Thanks, uh, man. Yeah. And,
1: really, uh, hey, hey,
0: June, we'll have you back when I yeah. want to hear about this ride.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely, yeah, I'll be, uh. Like I said, you know, uh, we will hopefully we'll have good
2: news, but either way I'm going
1: to I'm going to go for it, you know. So we'll see what happens, but um okay.
2: yeah. Yes, and send exciting. us uh send us your blog so we can put it in the the show notes.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I'll, I I definitely will do that. Yeah, that'd be, you know, like I said a lot of it is uh you know, I I don't have I I tried to do well on here. I don't have I you know, I'm not the best with my you know, uh I I you know, I tend to curse a lot and all that, you know, I have a bit of a pot hockey hockey locker room talk mouth, but uh, especially on there. So, uh, yeah, you know, be, be warned, you know, you know, but it's, um, yeah, it's, 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 you know, I, I, I write, you know, not cause I like want to be, you know, but I do want to eventually maybe write or do something with that. But I, it really helps, you know, with, with what you gone, you know, it's getting your stuff out there and, uh, and not just, you know, being accountable to everybody else too now, you know, so I really encourage you that you've been always, you know, you've been always encouraging to write and stuff like that. So, again thank you guys really appreciate you having me on here and yeah hope hope you guys have a great rest of your day pete pete getting after that but i'll uh, i'll start I'll, I'll maybe do some research for you try we'll to find, talk. try to find yeah. a good hill you might have to go over to like bc or something man go do go do whistler or something
0: <laughs> yeah there's that's where the real opportunities are but you know they just don't it's it's surprising with the rockies they don't there's not that this hills aren't that steep like the Sorry, the mountains are super fucking steep, but the roads, (laughs) the roads aren't that steep. um, A lot of them, so that's where we're getting the massive distances. Where I'm like, oh, that's tough. But I was, I was thinking,
1: yeah, I was thinking like Fernie. I've been up to Fernie and skied there, but that's like, you know, it really does kind of. Fernie, it kind of just the mountain, it's like going to um, Mount Bachelor. You know, you just kind of appear there out of town. So it's probably not the longest mountain road, but.
0: No, you'd need to do that one 60 times, Fernie. No, huh. oh, more than that. Probably yeah, 80. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I said it's short. Okay. Cool. Well, Zamar, so the wheels are already turning, man. So. Awesome. <laughs> cool. oh, okay, cool. Thanks again. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for sure. All right. You guys have a great day. Hey, you thanks. Appreciate.
0: Another thank you to Jordan for spending some time with us on the podcast. Um, Again, totally looking forward to seeing what he gets up to this summer. Everybody, thank you for listening. We have some more uh, great episodes that have been recorded with some really, really cool people. Thank you for uh, spending your time with us. We greatly appreciate it and we will be back soon.